0: Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. I want to preach for a little while this morning using as a subject, I didn't do nothing to them. I didn't do nothing to them. Look at the person beside you and tell them, I don't even know why they act like that. I don't even... I didn't do nothing to them. It's hard to believe that this week marks six months that the Ukraine has been under assault in every direction from Russia. The world watched as 44 million inhabitants cowered for their very lives. This warfare has wrought devastation at an almost incalculable scale. Hospitals and homes have been levied like sand dunes when the tides come in. Over 13 million Ukrainians have been displaced six million of which are now in Poland. Somewhere in the orbit of 50,000 soldiers have been killed, representing both factions. 20% of the Ukrainian land is now being illegally occupied. And the economy has siphoned off by almost 45%. Propagandist historians on Fox News feign as if this is humanity's greatest devastation since World War II, as if the tragedies in Rwanda and the Sudan never took place. Yet to be answered in full measure is why such a barrage when the Ukrainians wielded no threat. Today, brothers and sisters, we ought not be deluded into believing that the conflict in Europe is an anomaly. Domestically, there have been a lot of people who sit under my voice this morning that the last six months, they have been fighting for their very existence. Dealing with explosive arguments, From somebody they entrusted. Dodging grenades from prematurely putting down your guard. Always on the firing range from the threat of employment termination. In shell shock from seeing your savings slip away. Tap dancing around the booby traps set from a breakup. And the landmines faced from a lease that has become a noose around your neck. And all the while, somebody sitting across enemy lines wished that their testimony was it was just six months. There are people who have been under volatile attack for years with no glimmer of hope or relief in sight. When you have all of that compounded pain, there comes a moment where you have to do introspection and ask yourself, albeit internally, why is all of this happening to me? moment where you almost have to mumble in your car. Why are they so angry? What happened that made them so spiteful? It would make sense if it was retaliation. But you can't come to any conclusion when you know you never did nothing to them. The old song is now the soundtrack of your life. It's a thin line between love and hate. Maya Angelou once said, Hate has caused a lot of problems, but it has never solved one. The philosopher Tacitus said, It's human nature to hate the one you have hurt. But he never answered, What if you never hurt them and they still hate you? Henry Emerson Fosdick said, Hate is burning down your own house just to find a rat. When you hate your job, the time is not worth the money. When you hate your job, there's no sense of accomplishment. When you hate your job, it incurs unnecessary stress. Be clear, that is an assignment and not an individual. You can hate a job because you've worked it, but how do you hate a person you've never worked with? People will hate you as if they are paid to do it and they never clock out. Gotta ask yourself, why are they so committed to hate? James Baldwin said that people are so committed to hate because if their hate is resolved, they'll have to deal with their own pain. Have you ever asked, why is it? That the police would hate us so much, that they'll shoot you even with your hands up. You got to ask yourself, how in the world can conservatives hate you so much that they don't even want your student loans forgiven? <laughs> when theirs were absolved? and a generation with a catchphrase is always about haters but have you ever asked yourself why in the world does Satan hate me so much he hates me enough to want to kill me whoever wants to see you dead is satanic you hate me that much that you want my life to end? You hate me that much that you want me to stop breathing? You hate me that much that my very presence boils your nerves? What did I do that cause such ire in your insecurity? Putin hates the Ukraine because they refuse to act Russian. Did y'all hear what I just said? Failure to assimilate can be an antagonizer. They are angry with you because you have embraced your own individual uniqueness. As long as you dress like them, talk like them, think like them, hear your shout, and agree with them, then there's no problem. But the moment you are glad to be yourself, they think, how can I get rid of you? They either hate that you are not like them, or they hate that they can't be like you. I better say that again. They either hate that you are not like them or they hate that they can't be like you. Would you just elbow your name and say, that's it right there. I am one in a million. Even if they buy what I wear, they can't carry it like me. Even if they live where I live, they still will not be happy. Can you imagine? You got, folk who are jealous of you and you broke. You got folk that don't like you and they don't know you unhappy. You know you got folk in competition with you and you're depressed. Proverbs 10 and 12 says that hate stirs up conflict. Hate stirs up conflict, mystery solved. Conflict, I need you to hear this, conflict is the illegitimate child of unaddressed issues. Conflict is the illegitimate child of unaddressed issues. We are having a conflict because of what is not resolved. You got a conflict, Because the toilet seat is up. Got a conflict because they don't rinse the sink after they brush their teeth. Got a conflict because they in the bed on Instagram. Got a conflict because they are spending more than they are saving. Me hating what you are doing is not the same as me hating who you are. This is where church people get dyslexic. God hates the sin. He does not hate the sinner. So who do you think you are to try to put somebody in the hell? Because they got tattoos and piercings and different color hair. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Your job is to love. Your job ain't to be a sanctified hate group. We are terrorizing people out of the house of God because of hate. Do you know how challenging? Do you know how challenging it is? I need you to hear me. Do you know how challenging it is loving somebody who hates themselves? Something in them is dead. So they are upset whenever you express life. You talking about your dream angers them. You having goals upsets them. You making plans is always gonna be problematic. They resent your presence and are fidgety about your absence. They cannot give constructive criticism, but they volunteer to be on the demolition crew. Only thing hatred can do is bring conflict. So they're polarized when you refuse to argue. You have to today exonerate yourself because you are the object of their hate, but you are not the cause of their hate. I'm getting ready to free somebody up in here today. It is not you that they hate. It is the unexpressed them that they hate. And your presence is an exposure of their unfulfilled happiness about their own identity. Don't hate on me. Work on you. They would rather fight you than change themselves. Aristotle calls it Uh, Aristotle calls it categorical syllogism, it means that this goes with that, hatred comes with hostility and conflict is rooted in anger, this goes with that, it comes with the territory the bitter pill is then that communication I want to say this, nine of y'all are going to take up your stuff and walk out the door I better say this to you, you're going to be mad but I got to give this to you, communication will not always fix a conflict Communication will not always fix a conflict. A health professional once told me, you cannot cure a dietary disease with a pharmaceutical solution. A dietary problem requires a dietary solution. People who are hateful are broken, they are wounded, and they are resentful. They don't merely need a conversation. They need a colonoscopy of consciousness. It is not words that is going to heal them. It is what's going on in their mind. You will talk until you are blue in the face. But if the Negro don't want to be better, no matter what it is that you say, they will never change. They will never adjust. They will never shift because all they doing is talking. They have to be healed from internal bleeding. The goal is not just to correct the behavior but to heal the hurt. The old adage that your mother told you on your way to sixth grade is that hurt people hurt people. The people who cause trouble are troubled. Hitler hated I need y'all to hear this Hitler hated Jews and you don't even know why he hated Jews why because he was rejected from the academy of Vienna twice and he felt like Jews took his spot and he thought if he wiped them out there would be no further competition there are people who think that if they get rid of you they can have your place but they don't know if I die you still can't be me if I move to another country you still can't be me even if you get the position you can't carry it like me because I was born and for this position how sick how sick is it to chase away the people who are trying to help you the cure for ha- hatred is in communication and some of you are old school are gonna be mad but I gotta tell you the truth The cure for hatred is not even love. Cure for hatred is not even love because you can love them and they'll be mad you love them. They will resent you for loving them. The only vaccine for hatred is forgiveness. God, I can't hear nobody in here. I said the only vaccine for hatred is forgiveness. The Ukrainians disconnected the power at Chernobyl. Forgiveness takes the power from hatred. Hate connects you to rage, but forgiveness aligns you with purpose. You have got to pull the plug on every area in your spirit that is still angry with somebody who should not have that kind of authority over your life. You've got to kill them with kindness. They don't even understand. I know all y'all hate me, but I'm still here. I know y'all wanted me to resign, but I'm still right here. I know y'all thought I was transferred, but I'm gonna die right here. Because guess what? I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to do my job. My assignment is bigger. You can't fix it with a conversation. You can only fix it with forgiveness. Mark Twain said this. Here's what Mark Twain said. Forgiveness is the fragrance of roses that have been stepped on. Forgiveness is the fragrance of roses that have been stepped on. Because if you step on a rose, it still has its fragrance. Bishop T.D. Jake said forgiveness does not exonerate the perpetrator, it liberates the victim. You got to forgive them because you did nothing to them. It ain't you. It's them. Forgive them for sharing what you told them in confidence. Forgive them for screenshotting your text messages. Forgive them, y'all ain't saying nothing, for using your words against you. Forgive them for manipulating your emotions. Forgive them for lying to you right in your face when you already knew the truth. Forgive them! Though they betrayed the trust that it took you years to build, vengeance is mine is what the Lord said but on the day that he was crucified a lot of people should be glad he didn't act on it all of the people who were around him as long as he was they did not mind being attached as long as he's providing free lunch they all stuck with him as long as he was uh taking care of their health concerns. But when it is that he is arrested, when he's headed to court, when he's headed up to Gelgotha, nobody has asked the question, where were the 5,000? Not including women and children. If the 5,000 had gotten together, they could have taken over what it is that the government was trying to do. But somehow they got quiet. Where that woman with the issue of blood? She ain't there to be a one-woman protest holding up a placard? Where are the two blind men? We started screaming, son of David, have mercy on me. Y'all still ain't saying nothing in here. What happened to the one who stretched out his withered hand? What? Where is the wedding party that he saved the reception from by turning water into wine? None of them showed up. Yet Jesus does not become bitter while he's hanging on that ignominious cross. He yelps out with the breath that he has left. Father, forgive them. God, I can't hear nobody. See, sometimes who it is that you got to forgive ain't your enemies. Sometimes you got to forgive, Here's your shout, the friends that didn't show up. God I can't hear nobody the family members that weren't there in the gap you gotta forgive them cause you holding on to that it's gonna make you sick Nelson Mandela said unforgiveness is drinking poison hoping the other person dies how in the world you're not gonna forgive them He, he said Father forgive them? And this is what I like, Lemons. He said, Father, forgive them. He, he didn't say, I do. Yes. God, I need you to do this. Because I ain't there yet. God, I can't hear nobody. and I, I need those of y'all that can keep it a hundred. I'm, I'm trying to live right. I'm trying to be holy. I'm trying to live for God. But I ain't all the way there yet, Ray. I need God to forgive them. Father forgive them because they they don't even know who I am you don't know who I am you going to write me up when I bring favor to the department y'all ain't saying nothing to me you going to take money from me and you sit in my house I can't hear nobody in here you, you, you're not going to give me back the money I loaned you when you had your back up against the wall you going to cheat on me with that I said father forgive him I ain't all the way there yet Ladies and gentlemen, he's hanging on that cross. I'm in verse number 50. He's hanging on that cross and something amazing happens. What happens is he yells out in a loud voice. And those of you who have been holding on the pain, holding on the grudges, holding on the animosity, holding on the stains, holding on rejection, holding on to be let down, God says it's in that moment where you lose words. all you can do is just holler out to me I need every person would you just lift up that hand right where you are the Bible says and Jesus cried with a loud voice ladies and gentlemen every now and again will you call out unto God it ain't for nothing material it ain't for anything tangible I just need him to take this weight off of me God, help me. I I need to know that this battle is not mine but this battle is his. I I need a sound in this room for those who know I cannot let this mess up my sleep. I've been having migraine headaches. My appetite is crazy. I've been attitudinal for no reason. Would you just open up your mouth like you need God to handle it? You, You need God to stand in the gap you need God to move on your behalf hallelujah you see that I'm coming he lifts up his voice and he yells and the Bible says as soon as he yells everything started to shift said the veil in the temple is torn in part there's an earthquake in all of Jerusalem. I'm telling you that when you stop praising God, God got to start moving on your behalf. I don't want you to think I'm shouting for nothing. I'm shouting because I need him to do something. I need you to elbow your name and say, watch and see what happens this week. I dare to open up your mouth When I open up my mouth My enemies become my footstools When, When I open up my mouth He hides me When I open up my mouth He'll become my shield And my buckler You better not get me Praising God When I feel like I'm under attack He opens up his mouth He praises God. And the whole earth shifts. And now we come to our text where the soldier says, I think we killed the wrong one. I think we killed the wrong one. This must be the son of God. The centurion didn't think he was the son of God when he walked on water. He didn't think he was the son of God when he laid hands on the blind man. He realized he was the son of God, watch this, when Jesus did not respond how he expected. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The Roman government crucified over 2,000 people. So the soldier was used to seeing people cry, used to seeing people beg, used to seeing people whimper. But God stood there like a soldier and said, if that's all you got, keep it coming. I want you to know people are going to know how anointed you are by how you respond to what they did they better know y'all ain't saying nothing. I ain't ever gonna beg you to be with me. I ain't ever gonna chase you down. I am not gonna blow your phone up. You don't know who I am. The grace of God. Said I think we killed the wrong one and after he has the epiphany on the identity of Jesus Here's where my problem is. He knows he's killed the wrong one. And even after he knows he killed the wrong one, he still never apologizes. (laughs) I better go another way. He knows he's killed the wrong one and does nothing to take him off the cross. I'm going to free somebody who's in this room. I need you to know that there are people who know they mishandled you. And they may never admit it to you, but they know in their heart of hearts that there was something special about your life. And here's how you know God is with you. If they never apologize, but you're still going forward. They never made up for what they did to you, but you ain't missed a meal. You not out of sorts. You ain't lost your mind in spite of what they did. And there are people. Who don't understand your internal fortitude. They don't understand your strength. They don't understand your dogged determination. And they are flippant and dismissive and sarcastic. And they want to know how did you move on so fast? God, I can't hear nobody. How did you pick up your life and start dating again? How did you go find another job? did you go into the apartment and decorate it like it was a mansion and you gotta tell all of them I was able to move on cause I knew in my heart I did nothing to her. it's not God I can't hear nobody it is not my loss it is mine you got to understand that God is going to put you in a place that you are going to be stronger in spite of what they did to you God needs to know in this moment that I'm thankful for every enemy I ever had, every person that ever played me every person that broke my heart, they meant it for evil, but God was working it out for my good I need you to grab that neighbor's hair and say neighbor I know you can't tell but I've been through a lot I've been hurt a lot I've been look at me I'm still cute I'm still fly I'm still making money I'm still raising my kids I'm still making a difference because if God be for me who oh. Hallelujah! Hey, who can be against you look at your neighbor and say I don't know why you ain't shouting like me I don't know why you ain't screaming like me. I don't know why you ain't dancing like me. If you acting like that, he must not have done nothing to you. But if he did anything for you, you ought to be shouting right now. You ought to be praising right now. He's been better to me than I've been. hallelujah hey I got to go but I'm going to kill a demon right through here I want you to hug two people you don't know and tell them I forgive them I'm finished with it I'm done with it that chapter is over I ain't never got to revisit it I'm clear hallelujah the enemy sent him, but God covered me. I didn't do nothing to him, But looking back over my life, God been better to me than I've been. Hallelujah. 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 Lift up that hand, please, sir. Thank you Holy God. Hallelujah. 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 I gotta move, but I need a hundred of y'all to shout out loud, I forgive 'em! lift that hand I forgive him. walked out on me and my family but I forgive them stole my ID but I forgive them wrecked my car but I forgive him. God I can't hear nobody in here tried to talk to me and my friend but I forgive them I'm able to forgive him because he forgave me. And while we were yet sinners, he died for me. She you lift that hand? I want to pray for you, please. I want to pray for the release. <clears throat> Whatever you've held on to in your heart. Today I am praying that God divorce you from all deception. That God put a restraining order on anybody who thinks they're going to rearrange your life. I pray of every lifted hand God will give you the grace to forgive, I hope you'll hear me, people you are not even in communication with. Pray that God will give you the grace to forgive. Hope five of y'all will shout back at me, five of y'all will shout back at me, that you'll forgive people who are not even alive anymore. and most of all for those of you with hands are still lifted I'm praying that God will help you this is the most important one to forgive yourself because many of us we were our own worst enemy but today ends the season of self-sabotage and those of you who are recipients of God's forgiveness. Would you give God glory right now? Would you give him? Come on, would you give him glory? I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.